Welcome to Beer Massive, a collection of good beer-centric conversation, interviews, editorials, reviews, and more from a collective of centrally like-minded yet individually opinionated good beer fanatics. From podcasts born in the present, or from our massive library of brewer interviews from years past, we hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do enjoy what you're here, please subscribe. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on tap, at Massive Beers, or email us individually at massivebeers at gmail.com. Back with the best of shelfies. One of my favorite lists. One of, I think, I think of all my lists, a lot of people like this one the most. Why? Because they're beers you can get off your shelf. Now, there's a little asterisk next to that one. These are shelfies. You might not be able to get them off your shelf. I probably can because these are beers that I have probably pulled off my shelf. There's a couple on here that I can't, but these are commercially shelf available beers. So, you know, if you're in California and you're like, well, I can't get that. Well, no shit, Sherlock. But these are beers you can get off shelves if you're in and around my area and there might be a couple sprinkled from out the area that I know you can get on shelves. So take that with a grain of salt. I'm not going to pick the best of the best. I'm pretty much be doing Sierra Nevada, you know what I mean? New Belgium. And I'm not going to do that. So these are the best of shelfies. My list of best of shelfies. If they're not readily available by you, don't get your panties in a bunch. Just move the jersey, I guess. So here we go. Um, best shelfies. Uh, let's see. Okay, first one is not something I could pull off a shelf, and that would be, and this is a 10 deep list. Number 10, Monday Night Brewing's Dust Bunny, NEIPA. I know I can't get that on a shelf around here, but I know you can get it down south, and you can get it outside of Georgia. So take them for what it's worth. One of the better commercially available Northeast-style IPAs that I had out there. It's very much in that level of um, Thomas Hooker No Filter and Wrench from Industrial Arts. So um, Monday Night's been doing some fun things down there. So it's just a really good representation of a New England-style IPA. Carton Brewing. Almost everything Carton does is on the shelf, so it's easy to put one of their beers on there. And I put their epitome on there. It's an Imperial Black DDH version uh, IPA. Uh, it's basically a big, juicy, hazy IPA, but it looks like a black IPA. They use a malt extract that kind of makes it darker, so it's not as malt forward, even though I think you do get a little bit of kind of malt, roasted malts in it, just very subtly. Um, but it's freaking killer stuff, and it's 10%, so you're going to make a lot of awesomely bad, horrible memories on that stuff, too. So, yeah, be careful when you pick that up. Um, number three, Lagnitas Born Yesterday IPA, uh, Pale Ale. Lagnitas. Born yesterday. It's fucking delicious. Uh, I reviewed it. I know other people out there. Joe from Joe's Arcade. It's one of his favorite beers. This is always a great, uh, readily available pale I know some people say last year's better. Sure, whatever. I thought this year's was fantastic, so take that for what it's worth. Um, let's see. Wet Ticket Brewing. Their Trolley Hopper. Uh, New England style IPA. Never had anything from Wet Ticket and just saw it randomly on a shelf and I picked it up and I got home and I thought it was pretty damn good stuff. Had a couple beers from them since. Barrel aid stuff, a little bit different stuff here and there. And it's all been pretty damn good. I actually visited a brewery about a month ago for the first time. So I don't, they don't get as much publicity as some of the more Heber breweries, but that beer is pretty good, especially for your shelfie. Um, let's see. This one's a mystery beer. It was Lagunitas. It's their Willitai's Coffee Stout. I reviewed that before. I did. And I thought it was great. It wasn't as great as the year before. 
um, but it was pretty damn good stuff. And it's probably one of the better bang for your buck burn barrel aged shelfies you can find. So take that for what it's worth. Um, let's see, another mystery beer. Back to back mystery beers. This is Blair Snarts, one hoof in front of the other. This was sent to me by a mystery beer, and I was kind of equating it to, you know, some of the kings of the kings when it comes to the hazy realm of IPAs. You know, you're, I was like, it's kind of, you know, treehouse ish, kind of uh, trillium ish, but it was, you know, Blair Snart, one front in front of the other. I thought that beer was fantastic. Give you everything you want out of a hazy IPA. Off a shelf, baby. Um, let's see. Number four. Wine Stefaner in Sierra Nevada Brewing's Braupacht. It was their uh, Hefeweizen uh, that they brewed together. It had that beautiful old school stylings of Wine Stefaner with a little bit of new school Sierra Nevada. We can't help but put a little bit too much hops and shit that shouldn't be hopped. Full hop forward. But it worked. It had this beautiful hefe banana and yeasty estery thing of a little bit of spicy kind of hoppiness that's kind of melded together. And it's cool to see two breweries like that, two you know Mount Rushmores in very different aspects make a beer together and come off that well. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, number three, just new shelfie to my area. So when I reviewed this, this was not a shelfie, but it is now. It's Mass Landing's Gunner's Daughter. It is like basically a peanut butter milk stout and it's like 5% and it's fucking awesome. It's awesome. You find it everywhere. It's like 14 bucks a four pack. You can buy it wherever you want to buy it. And I think it's fantastic. Uh, you know, I had uh, one or two mass landing beers leading up to that. This is by far and away my favorite one they produced. And to know that this is out there sitting in a shelf for anybody to buy. That's a beautiful thing. Um, number two, uh, mystery beer. Another one is a toppling Goliath Cito Sioux. Now people are like, oh, that's not the the original one from out there. That must be one of the Florida ones. I still thought it was fantastic. It's fantastic. And know again that it's now a regular shelfie. Cito Sioux is a shelfie. Just that in and of itself is just uh, what, what a time to be alive. To know that beers like that are just shelf beers. You can buy whenever you want. Sure, I can't get that one in my area off the shelf, but I know a lot of people can, and that's a beautiful thing. Number one, number one shelfie of the year. I know you can get this in New York. I know you can get it in Jersey. I know you can get it in PA. I don't know where else. That would be Plan B Farm Brewery. It's their barn beer. Uh, I did this as a live review. Uh, it's basically, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, 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 a super tart season. Or it's like a Saison had a baby with a little bit of wild yeast, but at the same time they had a baby with a little bit of a, a juicy hazy. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic beer. Uh, it was one of my favorite tart, funky, wild, lumped that all together. Um, uh, you know, just regularly available beers that you can get. And, and I see it all the time now on the shelf. It's kind of crazy. I didn't notice it before. Sure, when I picked it up, it just launched, so it kind of makes sense. But now I see it everywhere. And every now and then, when I'm in the mood for a beer, I just pick one up. And I, it's, it's by far and away to get something of that level that drinks that well, that fits in so many holes so well. And just the the access of, of something like that is beautiful. That one that's definitely to my taste. You know, some of these people would be like, all right, you know, but some people don't want some funky, hazy thing to be their regular shelfy chugger. Well, it's my shelfy chugger, and I thought it was pretty fantastic. So there you go. There's my top ten list of shelfies. I think, like I said, most of these, I mean, you know, Lagunitas, Monday Night Brewing, um, you know, uh, wine, well, La Lagunitas, Wine Stefaner. And those are probably the big ones that almost everybody can get. A lot of these are regional, but I know they go outside of just one state, almost every single one of them. Um, so 
they should be semi decently readily available let's put it this way if you want to try one of these and you do not have these on your shelf if you have somebody that lives in the tri-state area or lives in the area where the brewery is there they should be able to grab it off a shelf for no problems at all and send it to you that's all i can do for you you can't complain about that everybody complains about the shelfies every year oh they're not shelfies by me well it is what it is so there you go Shelfie list in the books. Let me know what I got right. Let me know what you got. I got wrong as far as you're concerned. I think I'm right all the time. Um, did I miss anything? Again, there's some, you know, the, the wrenches, the no filter to the world. I did those last year. I'm not going to try to rehash the same beer every year. Um, and there's beers that I haven't reviewed. You know what beer I thought was a great Shelfie, and it's going to go on next year because I'm going to review it, is Hazy Little Thing from Sierra Nevada. I think that's a really great shelf beer that you can get anytime, but I didn't review it. And that's the whole part of this list. It's only beers that I reviewed. So, you know, if you thought something should be on here, you think something should be yanked out, let me know. And there you go. So hopefully you guys enjoyed the list. Hopefully you're enjoying a nice little uh, list of your own, or maybe a beer. Hopefully see you next time. Cheers.